And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's hour two. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We welcome in Hall of Famer with Nebraska football, uh, the greatest at fullback and a two-time Super Bowl champ with the 49ers. We say hi to Tom Rathman. Coach, uh, this time of year, got to make you smile. Thanks for the time. Well, so it's a pleasure to be here. So uh, anytime that uh, you know, you're getting ready for the Super Bowl, I mean, that's something to be said. It is. I want to go there in a moment, but your position at Nebraska and also in the NFL, the fullback, uh, Nebraska going to have a, maybe a newfound emphasis on fullback or H-back play with, with Coach Rule. And just kind of speak to the the tone that position w- does set in the game of football. Uh, I know Nebraska fans excited to see uh, more fullback play. Well, I think with the tradition of the fullbacks that have been through that uh, uh, university, uh, you know, I would think that they would want to try to get the fullback, you know, implemented in their offense. Um, a lot of those kids were in-state recruits too. So, uh, but I think I just think uh, the fullback in in particular, you know, kind of brings something to the offense. You know, uh, tone setter uh, is really what I'm talking about: setting tempo, setting the tone. Uh, for the offense, and, you know, when you don't have one, you know, who's going to do it? So, uh, but I'm glad that they're, uh, you know, trying to get him back uh, out on the field as far as that position, the fullback position. What was the mentality you had playing that spot? And I and I know you, you did it in high school, you did it great in college, and was as good as it gets in the NFL. What... What was what made your wheels turn, so to speak, uh, knowing what your job, your role was to be? Well, really, I think what it was was it was willing to do anything that you had to do to, make, to get out on the field. And uh, I think once you are out on the field, then you got to try to stay out on the field. <laughs> and I'm talking about making plays, executing your job, setting that tempo, like I said. Mm-hmm that that position does for the offense. Uh, just, you know, playing with accelerated vision, I think, is, is a critical factor. You know, understanding what's going to happen before it happens uh, so you can make the adjustment and you can execute your job. Uh, I think that's what really is what that, that position is going to bring back to the, for, for the Huskers. Tom Rathman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, and Tom, you, you're a guy who's been around the game of football for the better part of 30-plus years. And I want to get your opinion. Why do you think the fullback has gone away from, from modern football? I think, uh, you know, the NFL has, has become a passing league. So, I mean, it's all about uh, scoring points, obviously. But, uh, you know, it used to be at a run game, you know, People that were running with the 21 personnel, that's with the fullback and the halfback and one tight end and two receivers, uh, playing with that uh, personnel and uh, being able to run the football. But I think now, you know, it's more about passing. It's more about uh, scoring. Um, they don't really use fullbacks in college. I mean, there's not a lot of universities that are playing with that uh, 21 personnel uh, with that fullback. And I think that kind of hurts the next level. And then you see some of these coaches that are coming in, 
that are coaching in the NFL that come from college and, you know, they're uh, those coaches that have played with three wide receivers, four wide receivers, uh, eliminating that fullback. So I think that's a little bit of it, you know, just, uh, you know, the coaches that are coming into the league that are new, that are from college, they're so used to seeing, you know, no fullbacks on the roster, playing with receivers instead, tight ends and receivers. And uh, and I want to say this also that, uh, you know, it's hard to find the, the fullback, you know, uh, just people that play that position. Um, you know, they're more apt to go over on the other side of the ball and play linebacker. Uh, they got a better chance of getting a scholarship. They have a better chance of going on to the pros you know, because of the elimination uh, or the reduced uh, uh, number of snaps that uh, the fullback position has been getting in the NFL and in college. Tom Rathman with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, let's talk Super Bowl. And San Francisco had uh, a number of, of championships. You were part of two of those. And what do you remember about that that ride uh, that – was the exclamation point of that two-minute drill with Cincinnati in Super Bowl twenty-three? What What do you recall about that experience? Well, before I go back to that experience, I just want to tell you about uh, the experience the year before. In nineteen eighty-seven, we were the number one seed going into playoffs, and we were playing Minnesota at home, and uh, they came in here and they beat us up and put more points on the board, and you know. Could, took us out of the playoffs and, you know, that, uh, really, you know, didn't settle very well with our, our, uh, organization with our football team. So, you know, we wanted to get back, uh, on that platform of, uh, the NFC championship game, uh, the Super Bowl. Those were the type of games that uh, you really make a name for yourself. And, uh, we were able to do that the next year, uh, you know, when we played in Super Bowl 23, uh, that was the year that we were in the NFC Championship game, and it was 26, 26 below wind chill in Chicago, and nobody thought that we could play in the cold weather for some reason. Well, Roger and I, obviously, from the Midwest, both played at Nebraska, so it didn't uh, play that part, you know, on us. And you know, we tried to, you know, tell everybody that it, you know, it's not as cold as we think it is. And uh, you don't need the extra shirt. You don't need a long sleeve. Uh, you'll be able to handle the weather, you know, with just a short sleeve with whatever you're wearing. But uh, uh, that's what we were able to implement that year. And, you know, obviously, you know, in that two-minute operation, you know, there's nothing bigger than that. You're in the Super Bowl, two minutes left. you got Joe Montana as a quarterback, Jerry Rice as a receiver, Rodgers as a running back, and me as a fullback. And we uh, – played uh, our uh, two-minute offense in 21 personnel. How about that? You're playing a fullback in a two-minute offense uh, in the NFL, and you're in the Super Bowl, and you're in the uh, you know winning drive that takes you down that uh, actually captures that championship in that personnel. I mean, it was pretty special uh, uh, by in itself. So I uh, was just glad to be part of it, and it was a heck of a ride. I remember that NFC championship. My folks had a membership to a gym. 
So they we we'd go there Sundays after church and I'd play a little basketball, but mainly I'd watch football. <laughs> and I I swear that I remember John Madden talking about the Nebraska backfield not wearing sleeves. I mean I I I, I would guarantee it. And you guys are just breathing through your face masks in that that sub zero weather. And man, didn't didn't bother you two, uh, Craig and Rathman, uh, leading the way. Well, I literally told guys to get their ass back in the locker room and take them the extra shirts off. They didn't need them. Some guys did it, and everybody from the West Coast, if you're from the West Coast, or warm weather, they probably didn't. But uh, but it was, you know, it just mind over matter is really what it was. You know, not letting that uh, cold weather affect your performance and knowing that you were going to thrive in it. And uh, it really came down to playing town. You know, running the football uh, in that manner is what I refer to as playing town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were able to do that. And, you know, it was a, a great feeling. There's nothing like it when you know you're going to the Super Bowl. That that win over Cincinnati is iconic with one of the best Super Bowls ever and makes a strong argument for the drama with it. And you mentioned that in that two-minute drill, I mean, Joe just had time and kept the chains moving, Coach, where he checked down to you, he checked down to Roger, he'd hit Jerry, he'd hit Clark, he'd hit, obviously hit Taylor on the slant, but... You guys just got the check down, would run over somebody, and then get out of bounds. I mean, tell me a little bit about Walsh and, and his his offense that, that was so good to the running backs, fullback and running back, uh, with catching the football. Well, and that's really what I want to implement here is as far as uh, or talk about is you know Bill Walsh's offense. I mean, a lot of people didn't play their two-minute offense in, in that base uh, offense package as far as a fullback, a halfback, two receivers, and the tight end. Most people would go to three receivers, four wide receivers, open it up. But uh, Bill, you know, was strong, had strong conviction in that 21 personnel that we were able to uh, drive down the field the whole, the whole way down, I think, uh, from the start to the end. We were in that personnel, and, uh, you know, I, it was just the decision-making of the quarterback, obviously. Joe Montana, you know, if he didn't have number one, two going through his progression, he would check the ball down. And that was the one thing about Bill Walsh's offense was there's a progression uh, quarterback has to go through, and he goes makes that progression read one, two, there may be a third receiver, and then he comes down to the check down. And Joe was, you know, very good at uh, coming down to the check down and understanding that, you know, I would rather have – you know, second and six, then uh, second ten, trying to force the football. So uh, he was really the type of quarterback that was going to take what they gave us, and uh, it, it worked in that drive in the Super Bowl. And one of the guys that really benefited from the chick down, Tom, was was Roger Craig, a phenomenal NFL career, still somehow not in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, but then you look at a guy on Sunday who's going to be playing in his third Super Bowl in Indomitian Sioux, and a lot of the conversation the past couple of days in Nebraska has been, is Indomitian Sioux making a case for having the greatest college and NFL career of any former Husker? I, I want to get your opinion. I want to open up the floor to you. Are you going to make an argument that Roger Craig deserves that honor? I, mean, I don't even really think it really matters to anybody, to be honest with you. Uh, the simple fact that you have a, 
a platform that you can play on that is at the highest level. And that's what you try to achieve as any individual, whether it's going one time, two times, three times, really doesn't matter. Uh, the simple fact is that, you know, you take advantage of your opportunities and then you go out and you play the game and then you go out and execute at a high level with consistency. That's really what it takes to win those games. I mean, you can't make any mistake. And, uh, you know, we were able to do that, whether it's one, two, or three times, I don't really think that really matters to anybody. And you know, I think, you know, Roger is one of the most underrated running backs that has ever played in the NFL. And everything that he has done, the 1,000-yard rushing, 1,000-yard receiving, the first guy to do that. Uh, he was NFC uh, Player of the Year one year. Uh, you know, I just think it's, it's you know, a, a big flaw that he's not in the NFL Hall of Fame. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Tom Rathman, a couple more minutes with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, what what's the uh, the transition like from playing in the Super Bowl to getting your room ready for the Super Bowl? You, you were in Super Bowl forty seven mm-hmm. with Coach Harbaugh and a real nail biter against Baltimore, where the the lights went out in New Orleans. Well, really, you were able to give advice to a lot of these kids that were playing. You know, in that Super Bowl. Uh, against Baltimore, the Harbaugh Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of the kids that we were playing with that were on our team had never been to the Super Bowl. So really what it was, we were able to give them advice, uh, understanding what the situation is. You were able to explain to them, you know, the, the halftime uh, is going to be a lot longer than a normal halftime. Uh, so you were able to give them a little insight, you know, what – what the process was going to be, and I think that really helped him. And then you talked about the lights going out. Uh, I mean, that was one of the craziest things that I've ever seen. We were getting our butts beat uh, the first half, and we come out the second half in that game, and they returned the opening kickoff from halftime back for a touchdown, put us in a bigger hole. And uh, we were able to, you know, do what we had to do to get ourselves in a position potentially win the game I think we were down on the six yard line and we had three or four shots at the end zone but we didn't capitalize on it uh that was the one Super Bowl that I did lose one two as a player and lost one as a coach uh but uh you know you're just able to help them out you know being uh down that road before uh giving them advice I mean that's the biggest asset that you were you were able to have as a you've got it player and a coach to a coach. Excuse me, Tom Rathman with us on Hale Varsity Radio. That advice is worth its weight in gold uh, to, to get guys ready. You've had a, a chance to, to keep in contact. Uh, I think I remember you talking about the, the Brady family not, not being too far from, from your neighborhood. And spend a moment here on on, code, on Tom Brady and, and him uh, finally hanging it up. Uh, what, a, what a pleasure it's been to watch him. Well, I've known Tommy for many, many, many years, even, you know, when he was at Sarah. And uh, I actually have a picture of him painting my daughter's toenails <laughs> here in California. So uh, that's a picture that I'll never let go. And, uh, you know, he's just 
in general, Tom has had a great career. You know, nobody thought that he was going to able to be able to do what he has done. I think that's uh, you know a feat that you know not many people can conquer, and he was able to conquer it. He's got seven Super Bowl uh, victories, and you know who knows. Everything that he's done, he's got all the records and everything. So he's just been phenomenal for the game. Uh, been a great teammate, been a great player. Uh, so you have to give him a lot of credit. He's going to take a little time before he jumps into the broadcast booth. How do you think he'll handle retirement? And with you, you you, you got into coaching after retirement and seems like you're enjoying retirement now. Is that a tough transition for guys? Well, I think uh, initially it will be, you know, something to, you know, fill his time. But I think I read the other day that he's not going to get in the booth until 24, right. 2024. So he'll have a year off to explore other options to see what road he wants to go down. But I'm sure he's going to have a lot of different opportunities you know, to do whatever he wants to do, you know, because he's got so much credibility uh, to his name and what he's done, you know, in the game and for the game. So uh, I don't think he'll have a tough time transitioning it at all. Uh, he got a little taste of it last year and then came out of <laughs> retirement. So I think he'll handle it a little bit better this year uh, than last year. And, you know, it wasn't anything big for me. I had a grandson to come back to him. That's been the best thing. Uh, that ever could have happened to us. That is awesome. Uh, Tom Rathman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, you, you get back to Nebraska much? You looking at making a, a trip back to Lincoln this fall at all? Uh, I was back there uh, for a game last year against Purdue. I've been back the last couple of years uh, for one game, uh, but uh, I just don't get back very often. I get back to Nebraska maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we try to get back as much as we can. So it would be nice to get back, be able to spend more time, go to more football games, but I don't know if that's really reality. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll take the opportunity when I get it. And uh, you know, love to see the Big Red, you know, get it turned around and you know, start winning in the Big Ten and, you know, start getting these championships like, you know, I thought they would when they first went to the Big Ten. Mm. Well, you got to get back. Uh, your old buddy Harbaugh comes to town, I think, in September. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just had a conversation with some people from uh, Michigan, and uh, they actually want me to come out to one of their games. Oh, yeah. How about that? So oh. the, the Wolverines want you to come yeah. out or, or Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. See one of their games, so. Uh, but I said we'll, we'll see about that one. <laughs> well, just don't wear any Michigan gear, and I think the Husker fans will forgive you. I don't. I don't know if if I go over too well with me wearing my Nebraska hat and my shirt when I walk in there. You do it. Just show up. Show up in red, man. <laughs> Tom, before we get you out of here, Sunday's game: Eagles and Chiefs. I mean. I don't necessarily need a, a prediction from you, but like, who are you rooting for? Or are you willing to give me a prediction for Sunday? I've got all my connections working for Philly. All the coaches, Nick Sirianni, 
We've got about four or five coaches on this staff that work with, uh, I work with in, in Indianapolis. So they're doing the same thing that we did in Indianapolis. So I know exactly what the offense is. And it's been you know, really cool to see that all develop in the last two years with Nick Sariani being the head coach. He's done a fabulous job, and the players have really bought in. And uh, he emphasizes, he's implemented the same stuff that Frank Wright did, you know, uh, when we went uh, to Indianapolis back in uh, 2018. And uh, it's good to see him have some success. And uh, I would really have to say that I'm probably rooting for those guys because I know more people on that staff than I do Kansas City staff. So uh, you always tend to root for your friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, people that you work for, uh, work with, and uh, that would be most of the Philly staff. And uh, but they've done a great job, you know, getting to the Super Bowl. Now, that's one thing that you don't want to do. You don't want to lose the Super Bowl because there's nothing more heartbreaking than losing a Super Bowl. I mean, you get there on that platform and you put in all this time through the season, through the off season. And then you get the one chance, you know, to win that one day, that one game. And if you don't get it done, I mean, it seems like your whole season is a failure uh, as, a, as compared to winning the football game where you reach the pinnacle of, of, of pro football, and that is the win, win the Super Bowl. Tom Rathman, coach, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. Always love catching up with you. Thanks for a few minutes today. Okay, anytime. So you guys have a good day. Good stuff from Tom Rathman, Husker legend, fullback, Super Bowl champ, that Nebraska backfield with him and Roger Craig.